Welcome to Feed the Sheep Podcast. This is your host, Ross Steele. As I always say, God is good all the time, and all the time, the devil is stupid. Here, I like to talk about things culture doesn't want to talk about. I talk about things to advance the gospel, to build the kingdom, and bless the world. Let's get right to it. Well, 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 there you have it. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Feed the Sheep. Uh, Before we dive into our sixth deadly sin of wrath, I'm going to get started with a word of prayer. Father, thank you uh, for the opportunity. Thank you for the platform that you've blessed me with, Lord. Uh, uh, thank you for the those who have been listening through these, uh, se- these seven deadly sins, Lord, and that uh, you continue to speak to them, to speak through them. Use me uh, as your will be done, Lord, to glorify you in all that I do. Uh, may I just speak Uh, evidently and in line with scripture, with your word, Father, because your word is the truest form of of words and and, uh, thoughts that we may have, Lord. So as we dive in to this week of wrath, I just pray that you soften the hearts of those who are listening. You prepare them for this message, for for this short uh, conversation that we're going to have together, Lord, um, and just continue to be in the moment and bless them and their families, and and all the generations that come. In your name, amen. All righty. Guys, it is, I think, well, shoot, it's been probably like two months since, two, two and a half months since uh, I've launched Feed the Sheep, and uh, I'm thankful for each and every single one of you who um, maybe you're just now hopping on and you're catching up, or you've been in from the beginning. Uh, incredibly, Incredibly thankful for each of you. Uh, just for sticking through it. Um, there's highs, there's lows, and you may not agree with everything that I say, and that's all right. Um, you may have your own thoughts, and that's okay too. None of us are made the same, and none of us are going to think the exact same. Um, but all I ever want to do is just to um, break down the Word of God and just uh, start conversations. Some of those may be hard conversations, and um, my thing is to never condemn. Um, and this, the 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 Holy Spirit convicts. So if you feel a uh, tug on your heart during any of these conversations or episodes or whatever, that's not a condemnation. I love in each, each and every one of you guys as the Lord um, loves you even more than I can. And uh, he doesn't come to condemn, but to convict. So uh, if that's going on, then just take it before him. Lay it down at the cross, surrender that, whatever it is. Um, share it with somebody in your circle. Uh, but today we are getting near the end of our Seven Deadly Sin series. Uh, we are on wrath, and um, wrath's a tough one because it's it's basically anger. But I'm going to give you the the definition per se. Um, it's from Merriam-Webster dictionary. It's extreme anger, uh, it's strong, stern, or fierce anger, deeply resentful indignation as well. And I know. In uh, past, I've I've compared um, the seven deadly sins with an enneagram. Uh, this one happens to be the enneagram one, and the enneagram one is the perfectionist. And I'm not sure um, exactly. I can't speak on. I'm not a one, um, but I do have some ones in my life, and uh, it's been a mix. Some people are like, "What really? Wrath is con- connected to a one." And others are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and it could just be the difference between being a healthy one or an unhealthy one. Um, 
but realistically anger's uh, a big problem not just for once i mean it's it's people across the whole um the enneagram isn't set to define you and it's only who you are uh, you have a little piece of each enneagram and uh, i believe that and uh, i just say that just to for a comparison method um and i'd say that uh my dad he's my dad's a one um and ever since i've really i mean growing up or anything like i he's he's just been angry um i can't speak on it exactly why um i have some guesses but it definitely didn't um you know bring life into our relationship together which in turn of that you know with my relationship with my earthly father then it ended up affecting my relationship with my heavenly father um and I, I love my dad and I know he loves me, but, uh, I've seen a lot of, of anger, um, from that side of things. And that could be from childhood trauma that, uh, just was never dealt with. Um, it could be things currently that he just, you know, buries down. Um, I've noticed recently, uh, so his mom, my grandmother is battling, uh, cancer right now. Um, they don't give her, you know, a super long time to live. Uh, she is going through chemo and radiation. So, uh, with that, uh, they're giving her probably like 18, 18 to 24 months. Um, so still quite a good amount of life left. Um, but in that he's been taking care of her and help with my, with, with the help of my aunt, his sister and, you know, my mom and me and anybody else who can help in any way. But he, he carries that weight, um, which I, I believe has, you know, in turn made him more angry than normal. Um, and you can tell in the conversations he has specifically with my mom and I'm not out here to, to blast, uh, uh, my family drama or anything, but I just, I just wanted to, uh, put a point of reference of that. I see it firsthand. And I think the biggest thing is that as ones, as perfectionists, they carry, a lot of weight, not because they have to, but, and it's not because they need to, but it's because they think they have to. Um, they don't want anybody else to carry the burden. Uh, they carry it themselves and let everything build up. And then it's just anger over time that continues to build up. And then, and then it portrays and it comes out in conversations or different things with, uh, relationships with others. And I'd say like we can be we we can become consumed by rage and revenge to the point of acting irrationally and immorally. Uh, this is this is the wicked wickedness of wrath, and why it is included as a deadly sin. Some people wonder, you know, why why is it a deadly sin? Um, it, you know, I feel like anger is a normal emotion. Well, you got to remember that humans are flawed creatures. Since the fall of Adam, which is really where uh, these flawed creatures began, uh, there there will be times since the fall of Adam, there will be times that we are mistreated by others in our life. And while it is a natural reaction to be angered by this, we must stay really vigilant um, to not become a slave to our emotions and instead respond in a rational manner as God commands. You got to keep in mind of who God is, who he always has been, and who he always will be. You know, in the beginning of Adam and Eve, 
the intention was never for mankind to fall. Um, but, you know, they did. The fall of Adam really changed everything. The whole trajectory of what God had planned. Um, and that's because we are given free will. He wants us to choose him, um, but he, he doesn't force us to choose him. And he, along with so many others, rejoice when we choose him. And when we're in this wrath, when we're in this anger, um, it, it pulls us away. It pulls us away from him. And we just have to realign ourselves, realign our minds, our hearts uh, into relationship with him, realign it to him, to the word of God, because the word of God is the truest word of all. Um, and you got to keep in mind when you're wronged, instead of getting angry and emotional and that emotion being anger, um, remind yourself that God will judge and serve all justice. Anything that you believe is injustice towards you or a loved one, um, or anything, God will judge and serve all justice. God will take care of it. And maybe not in the way that you think or as quickly as you may think. But we don't, it's also rough because we don't want to spite others and be like, oh yeah, God's going to deal with you. Yeah, yeah, he's really going to deal with it. As Christians, we just shouldn't do that. That's, that's the anger speaking. That's resentfulness that's speaking. And when we hold on to that, on top of as well, unforgiveness, we often find ourselves way deeper uh, in a hole than we'd originally think if we just, you know, gave into that, that uh, resentfulness anger to begin with. Um, we got to let it go. And when I say let it go, I mean like give it unto the Lord because it is his, it's his battle. Everything's his battle. Um, and, and he is victorious. There's victory in his name and he has the last say. So he will, um, serve and and judge and he's going to serve all justice that's necessary Uh, on romans 12 verse 19 it says do not take revenge my dear friends but leave room for god's wrath for it is written it is mine to avenge i will repay says the lord and that's just a subtle reminder that he's god literally said it right there it is mine to avenge I will repay. That means give it up. Give it to him. It's not yours anymore. It is his to repay. Let it go or else you're going to find yourself uh, destroying relationships, destroying marriages, destroying friendships, destroying work life. Um, you're going to be destroying a lot of things in your life if you continue uh, in, this, in this struggle of anger and wrath. You can look at the Lord's Prayer. Uh, and take that into your life where it says, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Right there, uh, it, it, I mean, from the beginning of time, it says it, says it right there, just forgive others uh, and just as, just as he forgives us. Don't, don't lead into that temptation, that temptation being anger um, or wrath, uh, but let us be delivered from it because we don't want that in our lives. We don't want any of these sins. You can use this for, for any of the seven deadly sins or any sin in general um, to not be led into temptation, but deliver us. And he will deliver us. You have to believe that, that you have the authority to ask for that and, and you have the authority over the enemy. 
through Jesus. And I wanted to look at some verses um, in regards to this. Uh, Proverbs 29.11 says, Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Now, do you want to be a fool or do you want to be wise? I can almost guarantee nobody listening wants to be a fool. I don't want to be a fool. I want to be wise. So don't don't give in to this rage. You know, bring bring on the calm. And it, maybe it's not something that you can do personally, but you can do it uh, with with the power and the strength of the Lord that he provides. So you must lean on him to to get that. Moving on to James chapter 1 verse 20. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. That's simple as that. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. God desires and requests righteousness from each and every one of us. And when we give in to our anger, our human anger, it does not produce the righteousness. Not one bit. You're, you're missing the mark tenfold. And I've been there. I'm not, I'm not here. Like I said, I'm not here. I'm not going to condemn you or anything. I've been there. Uh, but I've been delivered from it because God is good all the time. All the time. Uh, Colossians for uh, chapter 3, verse 8. But now you must put them all away, all of that being anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. What we don't realize is that these are all related. You have anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk. Obscene talk from your mouth. Obscene talk. You don't realize it, but the things you say hold a lot of power over a lot of people in your life. And you need to be aware of that. You, you, you must put it away and get rid of it. There's some things to combat. You may be wondering, well, how do I overcome this? Well, First things first, God, you got to give it to the Lord. Um, and things will happen and you may slip up here and there, but, and that doesn't define you. You got to recognize that first. Who you are is who God says you are. And God does not say you're angry. He does not say you um, to, to have obscene talk. He does not say that you are resentful. Um, or, or fierce anger or anything. Uh, and that's the first step to recognize that's not who you are. Don't let that, uh, that sin, uh, that struggle define you. But awareness and intentionality combat this wrath. Um, you got to be aware, first things first. Uh, and when you're aware, you're going to be intentional. And if it's hard to be aware, then you need to be intentional first. Uh, there's not a requirement on what comes first, but you need to be aware and you need to be intentional. Um, what I've done in the past uh, when I was trying to like break a bad habit or something, I had a, a clicker, like a, like a pitch count clicker. You can get them at Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, and anytime I had a, a, a thought... Um, or said something that wasn't edifying to those around me or to God, basically, I'd click it. And I, at first, like I may, I may not have remembered, but I carried that thing around with me everywhere. Um, 
and I'd click it. And then after a while, after each day, I'd be like, oh my gosh, wow, I did this, 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 this. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm up in the hundreds. Like, this is terrible. Um, and then I, and then, you know, as I was more intentional and more aware about it, uh, I saw the numbers starting to drop. And maybe that works for you. Maybe it doesn't, but it's something. It's something to get you to where you want to go. Um, but, but also you can look at Daniel, look at Daniel in the den. And an important thing to remember is that he didn't win the battle in the den. He won it before the den even happened. And that was in worship and prayer with the Lord. So if you know, Hey, this is a battle for me. This is a struggle. This isn't easy. Then you need to be in worship with the Lord. You need to be in thanksgiving with the Lord. You need to be in prayer with the Lord before it happens. Don't go to him after it happens. Go to him before and say, Lord, this is a struggle. This is my battle right now, and uh, I, I, I need your help in it, and I want to give it to you, and I want to give it up, and I want to completely get rid of it in my life. Um, and right now, this is me saying it's yours. It's your battle because uh, he wants to take it from you, but you got to be able to give it up. So you say, Lord, this is yours. He will take it for you. Um, and then before you even realize it, maybe that next time where um, where you would have gotten angry, you would have had wrath um, or anything along the lines of that, then the battle is already going to be won because it's the Lord's. And you were obedient and you were intentional and you were aware in those moments leading up to that time. You see, temptation comes and sin will happen. But we must be able to take the responsibility of our actions. And we also need to prepare ourselves in advance for what could happen. Uh, a couple of easy, easy things to try to overcome this is, obviously, you have worship and prayer, but you also need accountability. Find somebody that's in your life that, that you're close to that um, you have a good relationship with, that you can trust, to hold you accountable, and at times to, what most people would say is to not be your friend, but really a friend would do all this for you. A true friend will, and 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 you need that in your life. And maybe it's, an, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a family member, maybe it is just a friend, but you take it and you say, hey, look, this is something I've been struggling with. I don't know. I can't pinpoint the issue exactly, but I want to give it unto the Lord. Pray with each other. Have them pray over you. Have them pray for you. Um, in moments where you may have a thought, you know, reach out to them. Say, hey, this came up. Um, and, it, you know, maybe something does happen and you say, hey, man, I, I, I slipped up. Um, and that friend should respond, hey, man, it's all right. Or, hey, girl, it's all right. Uh it happens. We're moving in the right direction. There's no condemnation here. You just ask for forgiveness from the one who you may have affected or impacted um, and move on. You let it go. Don't let that, don't let that, you know, don't let that define you. Just like a quarterback. Quarterback throws a pick in a game, but they throw an interception. Well, they got to go back out there and throw the next ball. They can't just give up, right? You know, you're going to throw an interception here and there. 
Uh, but you got to be ready and you got to be able to get up and throw the next ball. Father, as we close today, I thank you uh, once again just, just for life, just for breath in my lungs, um, breath in the lungs of those who are listening, Lord, for those who may be struggling with wrath or anger as they listen, may they continue to take it before you, to lay it down at the cross, uh, be on their knees at, at, at the throne, Father, um, and in worship and in prayer, that you may guide them, that you may protect them, that you may bless them uh, for themselves and their future selves and their future families or their current families and their kids and anybody that they may come in contact with, Lord, that they are just loving and compassionate for one another and continue to love people just as they love you. In your name, you are high and almighty. May we glorify you in all that we do. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to Feed the Sheep this week. May the Spirit be within you, may it be upon you to embolden you in your faith, to go out and advance the gospel, to build the kingdom and bless the world.